when you play football and you, you get to play on the field with these mm-hmm. guys, like, you know, Terrell Owens, you know, I was out there and I watched these guys play. And I just feel like when people get into that debate of who's better and this person's the right. GOAT, that person's the GOAT, right. it's like unless you saw them on the field or you saw them play, it's like yeah. Like I never saw Mike play in person, you know. I, I was fortunate enough. I saw Kobe, um, seen LeBron here, but Mike, I just I never saw him play. So when I, or I you know, people always want to argue it's, that. It's tough to say who's best ever from a highlight film. Yeah, because it's their highlight reel. It's, <laughs> it's the best everything you yeah. done. Yeah, yeah, boy, you throw that together. I might look. I'm the best. You yeah, throw my highlights together. That's how I feel. That's what they make them for. They got the highlight reel. <laughs> so you yeah, can look tough. good. I mean, unless to me, and I've always felt this way, unless everybody plays at the same time, how, how are you going to say who's the best? Because are they going to say that Elgin Baylor, he was, because at his time, they were probably saying he's the best ever. Yeah. And Kareem was the best ever. And yeah. now here come Magic. Yeah. Here comes Bird. Yeah. Here comes Michael Jordan. LeBron, how are you going to say who's really the best? You can say he's one of the best. Yeah, yeah. I can I live with that it. all yeah. day. I can take but that I, because yeah. you're, you're putting a group of people together and you're saying here's the best, and that's easier to argue than you're saying this one person is better than, than everybody else, than everybody that's ever played the game. And it's like, wow, that's a tough statement. Different eras, different ways to play the game, different rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because even, uh, you know, me and Deuce argue about that. When it comes to football, like, I always talk about Lawrence Taylor. Mm-hmm. I think he's the greatest. And his thing is he always comes up with J.J. Watt. And he'll argue it. Right. right. And, and I'm fine with that. That's yeah. just a different era. Even though LT was before me, mm-hmm. I still have seen videos and I've seen what he's done. And so it's just like, I don't know, man. I think LT is the guy that has was the father of all these defensive guys you see. But – you were talking before we, we actually got started. You were talking about Ken Griffey. Mm-hmm. Now I want you to go back to that, and I want you to tell everybody, because now we're recording, and all the good stuff we were talking about <laughs> behind the scenes. But you said Ken Griffey in your era and seeing baseball players and playing it, the best player you've ever seen. Man, uh, yeah, I get asked that all the time. Who's the best pitcher? Who is the best player? Who was this and that? And once again, I go, well, one of the best I've ever seen was yeah. Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah. Uh, I remember he was in the minor leagues uh, at spring training. Mm-hmm. And I I saw him play a couple games. I go, this dude is not going to be in the minor leagues. <laughs> this, dude, I said, this dude's not going to play a minute. And he didn't. Really? He started in the big leagues, if, if I'm not correct. But I believe he started in the big leagues, never played in the minor leagues, wow. and and he just took off from there. He, I mean, this dude could run, he could throw. He had what they call the five tools, and just did it with ease. Really, it's just smooth, man. You got to break that down. Now, what are the five tools? Because you know we uh, talk about let this me see stuff. If I it's run, hit, throw. Now you're gonna quit. I'll put you on spot. <laughs> run, hit, throw, power, and speed. Well, I could be that'll be run. Yeah, uh, I can't think of, but yeah. they people they know is you got these tools. It's like football. Okay, you know what I mean? It's how fast you are. Yeah, uh, how strong. quick you get off the line. How strong you yeah. are. You got these Change tools. The they measure you by, yeah. and uh, it's like if you can do all five of them, great. Wow. Believe me, you're gonna probably be a number one draft pick, and you're probably gonna be around in the NBA, NFL, whatever it is. You're gonna right. be around a long time. It's not many people that has 
when you look at him, you go, he this man has all the tools. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it is rare. Like you know, for us, it's the eye exam. Like you see somebody, you're mm-hmm. like wow, he's got the height. You know, he's got the length. He's got the size. And then when you get him out there, you see him working. You see him moving. You're like, man, this guy's got it all. Okay, so we we, we jumped around a little bit, but I just want to get started from the very beginning, man. Because like you know, when when I talk to people and they and I have them on here, I always like to start out when they were young and mm-hmm. you know. What was it for you growing up in California? Because, you know, you're a Cali guy. You know, you're Dis- especially Disneyland. <laughs> All day, every day. So why why baseball over, like, any other sport? Like, why was that your thing? And when did it catch a hole for you that you knew, like, this was going to get me This was gonna get me to school? Well, uh, why baseball? And I think you told me you were an only child. Yeah. You probably don't understand this. <laughs> I, was, I was the youngest. Uh-huh. I had two older brothers. Yeah. I just did whatever they did. Oh, you just follow suit. <laughs> <I> just follow. <laughs> they play baseball. I play baseball. They play football. But baseball was, I think, back then. Really? In the, what would have been in the early, let's say early 70s. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, baseball was big back then. You know, everybody in your rec leagues and whatever, it was baseball. It wasn't football. It wasn't a lot of basketball and rec league. It was the summer baseball. Everybody played it, and we had a lot of great athletes come out of L.A. to play baseball around that time. We had Willie Willie uh, Davis, and uh, even now, I mean, we had Eric Davis, Daryl Strawberry, all came out of my neighborhood. Wow. They all, that's my time. They were yeah. a year younger than me. So, so I just – I went out one day and uh, – I was uh, bigger than my uh, middle brother. I was mm-hmm. the youngest, so they never looked at my birth certificate. So they let me play on the team. <laughs> so just come on, like yeah, 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 yeah. you're good. You're good. I was, I was the little pudgy kid. You'd be the catch- <laughs> you'd be the catcher. <laughs> you started out as a catcher. Yeah, I was a little pudgy kid. What, what did you play like, uh, when when you were in like little rec ball and then high school? Like, what was your position? You know what? Um, when I was little, I played catcher. Okay. And then as I got a little older and a little bigger, mm-hmm. I played second base because my brother played short and my other brother played third. So that, and I, I moved over as I got older and I could play all the positions, right. but I was mainly an outfielder. Okay. And I had a good arm, played a lot of right field. Uh, high school, I kind of played every day, all yeah. the outfield yeah. positions. You know, in high school, you know, you have, they put you where you need it, meaning yeah. like they got the guys they think are going to hit it over there, they put mm-hmm. you over there. Yeah. Uh, then when I got to college, I played behind Tony Gwynn, okay, so I yeah. won sat on the bench. But well, you got to talk but, about where you went to school, though. You got to tell them that. You can't just jump oh, to college. Oh, you yeah. Dorsey High School? You got <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> to brag about your high well, school. Well, <laughs> uh, 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 in high school, I went to Dorsey High School in Los Angeles. Then I went to SDSU, San Diego State, Aztecs. Yeah. We're, uh, let me see, in 83, we were number one in the nation for about, oh, man, I think about – 10, 12 weeks. So uh, we had a really good team. And then I played – I played with uh, Bobby Meacham, went on to be a number one draft pick. Al Newman, World Series champion with Minnesota. Chili Davis, high school. Okay. World Series champion with Minnesota. Uh, I played with Chris Brown. He's deceased. But I played with a lot of guys. I played with a lot of guys either in high school or – College that yeah, went on yeah. to have a professional career. So yeah, that's great. So so when you were at college, when you're San Diego State, like what was the difference from going from high school to college? Like what was the adjustment that you had to make? 
man, you, and you know, at the time, uh, I didn't realize it, but it's like umpiring. It's like playing Pop Warner. It's the speed of the game. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. You know, everything happens faster. Huh. Um, little league to little league to high school wasn't that bad to me because it was the same guys. Yeah. Because I always played the neighborhood, and I always played up. Okay. Because I always played my brother. Yeah. So me going to high school, I'm playing with Chili Davis. It was no doubt. Oh, hey man, I was ready. I started one of my first year of high school. Now college was a different story. Now you got. You think you're good. Yeah, yes, yeah. Say you, that again. You get to talk about that. Guess what? Everybody's good. Everybody's good. And you're at a D1 school, too. Power, uh, top five, right? Oh, not top yeah, five, but oh, power five. Yeah. San Diego State. Hey, I was drafted out of high school. I was 12th round picked by the Dodgers okay. out of high school. See, this is all stuff I didn't know, and I've known you for years, Katie. Mm-hmm. So this is all new. I didn't even know you got drafted. Man, let me tell you, I got drafted. I, in high school, I hit 631. Man, I thought I was going to be a first-round draft pick and <laughs> go to the Dodgers. I got drafted by the Dodgers. <laughs> yeah. I was the L.A. team. And, man, let me tell you, I uh, I was a 12th-round pick. They only offered me $6,000. Right. And even at that time, I was smart enough to realize taxes and a car. <laughs> that's what was going to happen. And I, I, I didn't – I liked school. Yeah. I, I wasn't – I wasn't against school. Right. So uh, – I decided to go to San Diego State. I walked on. I was there the first semester, and after the first semester, they offered me a scholarship. Wow. So, so had you even played yet? I hadn't played a regular season game. So they just but, saw what you could they, do. and You drafted. Yeah. They don't just draft anybody. Even in the 12th round. Okay. Might not have been first round, but it wasn't the 45th round right. either. So, so you talk about coming straight out of high school. Straight out of high oh, school. Oh, see, you, you talk to a football player. See, that's over my head because I'm sitting here like, hold on. We got to go back. Then I'm like, oh, that's right. Y'all get yeah. drafted straight out of yeah, high school. Yeah, they probably get drafted straight out of high school. And then you got to make a decision. And I just – I didn't feel like it was uh, – I didn't feel like it was enough money yeah. uh, for my education. Yeah. I, I, I wanted education more. But they threw a little wrench in my plans. I went and played summer ball. Mm-hmm. had a good summer. Right before I was supposed to go to school, Ben Wade, the head of uh, – uh, I believe it was personnel or something. He was in charge of draft kids. Okay. He called me in his office. He goes, I'm going to write down the number. It was me and my dad, my dad and I, $30,000. Well, you got my but, attention. <laughs> but, you know what, and this is what I mean about not knowing. Yeah. I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know that now all of a sudden they're thinking me more like a fourth-round pick, fifth-round pick, than a 12th-round pick. I didn't know what that meant. Now they're thinking – Okay, this kid, he has a chance. Yeah. But I didn't realize I had nobody advising me. I didn't know anybody. Yeah. I didn't know anybody that played that made the major leagues. I yeah. just like, even thirty thousand, let's let's do the math again. Yeah. Taxes. <laughs> I education could take you far. Yes. I was a kid. I like I said, I didn't mind school. I actually enjoyed school. Yeah. So yeah, I went fun. back to school and I don't regret it. No. Things you said, happen. I think you've done excellent. <laughs> Things happen for a reason. Things happen for a reason. So now you, you attend college, and now obviously it's the best decision. Like, you feel real good about this. Yeah. So did you start as a freshman coming in? No. I uh, – no, I, I'll tell you. I settled <laughs> – I, 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 I played a little varsity, but I played a lot of JV my uh-huh. first year. 
Uh, and then my second year, I did. Tony Gwynn was still there. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the coach had other people out there who I thought I was better than. That's everybody. But who doesn't? Yeah, I was going to say everybody um, takes that. But they had already been there. You know how college works. Yeah. The scholarships. Yeah. Yes. They were already on scholarship. Mm-hmm. They were already there before me. Yeah. They I had to run you. their time. Yeah. So, and then I, uh, I was going to leave. I actually, uh, Harold Reynolds was there with me, okay. and he actually left after his first semester and went to a school, junior college. He wanted to be drafted in the first round. He was good, though. He was, he was another one of those kids you look and go, this man's different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Different you, you, can see those, you can see those kids at an early age. I mean, the hand-eye coordination, yeah, whatever it is, you, you're like, wow, this kid's got something special yeah, about him. So, yeah, so that was it. I mean, I just um, – college was uh, – it was good for me. Yeah. It, it, the way it happened for me was uh-huh. good. Yeah, I'm thinking about this 40 years later. Yeah, which you don't know then. Yeah, but know. I tell you what, for me, it's worked out great. Yeah, I mean, because I could have been a bus. I mean, who knows? I could have made it too. Yeah. But you know, it's the chances. You know. Yeah, it's a chance it may not work out. So I mean, to come back and get something that's guaranteed your education. It's it's way more valuable. I mm-hmm. mean, it just means more. And like you said, you probably had a longer career in the majors being an umpire. So, speaking about that, what made you, or when did you decide that you wanted to be an umpire? Like, when did it click for you that this is what I'm going to do? This is my next my next step, or this is the route I'm going to take? Uh see. Um, well, you knew you 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 already knew we didn't talk about it, but I was an All American baseball player. Yeah. I was a first team All American. I led the nation hitting. Uh, I don't know if the whole year, but it was a lot of year. Yeah. I ended up at three ninety nine, but I hit four sixteen in regular wow. season. Those people don't do not not get drafted, right? If you know what I mean. Yeah, they yeah, drafted to those fifty numbers. rounds, and nobody took a chance on me. Fifty, yeah, I, and nobody would say, "Hey, well, let's just sign the kid, let's see, see what, what he can do," right? So I uh, believe it or not, I'm in a bar in San Diego at TGI Fridays. Okay, my buddy was in there, uh, Dwayne, and he goes, "Katie, come here, hey man, I want you to meet this guy over here." I was like, "Hey man, you know, yeah, I'm young now, yeah, so yeah, you know yeah. I'm in the bar." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. young. I'm, I'm a not young looking dude. to meet a guy. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't looking to meet a guy. No, no. And he kept harping on it. I go, "All right, man, let me go." And it was a guy named Randy Marsh. He was a major league baseball umpire. He goes, hey, Dwayne has been telling me all about you. He goes, you are what we want. And I, what I like about it, he was candid. Yeah. He goes, we're looking for minorities uh-huh. who speak well, educated. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. No, you know why I'm laughing and, at that. And who, <laughs> and, who, yeah, and who had size to him. Yeah. And, and, and he talked me. Even then, I was like, Hey, man, the only thing I know about umpires, they yell at them, and they yell at them a lot. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that. And I decided to go to umpire school, like, say, four or five days before it started. It started right. in January right. 2nd. Right. And uh, I called up Harry Winstead. It was his school. Harry, uh-huh. He was a major league umpire. So, Harry, this is Kerwin Danley. Um, I really want to go to umpire school. Uh, I don't have the money to go. He says, Kerwin, don't worry about it. Just get here. Right. I didn't realize at the time they had a they had a minority program in baseball. Uh-huh. They gave scholarships, and I didn't know it. Uh-huh. Or maybe his school gave them. Yeah. Russell, all I did was get there. I didn't pay nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Just show up. Russell, I went there. I had a one-way 
ticket. Do or die. Do or die. Yeah. And did, but didn't know what to expect. Didn't know I was going to like it. I could have been there a week and go, huh? I want to go see, back home. You, you knew that wasn't, you know you weren't going back home. No, I was not going yeah, back yeah, home. You know that. That's I learned things happen. on the way, though. I learned that. I learned that. If you finish like in the top 10, they send you to another school where you guarantee to them giving you a ticket home. So I go, oh, I'm going to make that. Oh, wow. I said, yeah, I ain't no money on. Yeah, yeah. It's I amazing up, what adversity will do to you. <laughs> but I wound up, I was the number one student. Good for you. Yeah. I worked my ass off. I didn't go out. I didn't do anything. I studied after we had with the field work and everybody went back. I stayed on field. Me and another guy, we worked because I didn't, I had never umpired before. Yeah. I didn't know anything about it. You were scared. Umpire, which Wait. in some ways, though, I was scared, but it was good. Yeah, no, you know it's a good fear. Because yeah. I did exactly what the instructors told me to do. Yes. It told, told me to stand on my head, I stand on my head. I don't know what it has to do with baseball, but I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. And so I was I was just a I was a fresh canvas to them. Yeah. And I followed what they did. I studied my rules. I missed one on all the rules I missed one. Really? Yeah. Hey, Amen. That's a lot and, of rules in baseball. And I even then I you know, I only gave it I said I'm gonna give it like three years, I don't like it. I'm gonna man, what turned me around? It was about my fourth year. And we're in spring training. At spring training, they will send some of our older umpires that's in the minor leagues. They'll send them to do a major league spring training game okay. for the season starts. Yeah. And they called me, and I'm I'm still in double A. They don't do that. <laughs> you got to be in triple A, right? So they called me. It's Kerwin wants you to go to Vegas to do a major league weekend. Huh? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the big show. Baby. But when I knew I wanted to be in the after it was over, my dad came up. And he um, shout out to Joe Cephas Danley. He um, he drove me back, and I go, Dad, I'll get the gas. I'll get us some meat. He goes, No, man, I know you didn't make. And I showed him the check that I got for a weekend, and this check was only like twelve hundred dollars. Russell, that was for three days' work. Yeah. Russell, back in nineteen ninety, no, that would have been like eighty seven, eighty eight. Russell, oh, yeah. that was a lot of money. Yeah. You make no money in the minor leagues. You don't, you only get paid five months. Really? You, I said, you'd be lucky to make $800 a month. I, and you had to live off of that? While I was single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't do it with a family. No, no, no absolutely way because not. No way. Unless you had a job waiting for you when you, most people don't. Yeah. Like, hey, you got to work in, you got to work in the outside. I used to work at Broadway Southwest, uh -huh. which is now Macy's. Okay. And the, Throwing couches and stuff. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, yeah, you absolutely do, and, and I love that because everybody's always has these different stories, and people always think, huh? Can I drink some water? Yeah, yeah, oh. you can drink some water. Yeah, yeah. Knock yourself out. It's like people always have these different stories, and everybody thinks it comes so easy. Like, oh, he's a major league umpire, so he just went in and everything was great for him. Like, no, man, I was loading boxes and I was doing all these different things. So, so you did that, and then what did your dad say in the car when he, when you showed him that check? He just went, y'all, let you pay for the gas and the food. <laughs> Dinner's on but you tonight. My, my dad, man, is a good man. He, yeah. uh, even when I went to college, he gave me a gas card. Mm -hmm. And he goes, hey, you, you need to get something to eat. And, yeah, yeah. You know, get some gas. But uh, I didn't I didn't wind up using it. I, I mean, I did, but I didn't need to because I uh, I was on, I wound up being on scholarship. Then I had a, the, uh, what was it called back then? It wasn't financial aid, but it was like 
for lower income families yeah. when you got free money. Yeah. So I, I, I and, but once he put me on scholarship, I was like, Dad, I don't need this. Yeah, anymore. I don't need anything. Yeah. I had a job. They put me on a job watching uh, the baseball field, which. I called it that. I don't know what I was doing, but I got paid, and you know, I, no, you guys, like, it's yeah, got to be a real job, job but yeah, you really don't be real. But, but you, you know, know. <laughs> we didn't have nil, so they had yeah, to find new exactly. ways to get paid. I used to call like, "What are you doing?" I'm, I'm keeping the elephants off the baseball yeah. field. Yeah, I used to go. Why we move cars from one lot to another yeah. during summer school? And you get paid for that, like. <laughs> All I'm doing is move, running a car through a like yeah. they bring back rental cars. You run them through the car wash, then go park them, and but, it's like uh, oh, okay. But my, my dad, he uh, I think they used to come up because uh, LA was only it. Let's say it was a two hour drive. Yeah, they would come up to all the games, and then yeah. we'd play USC and Cal State LA and UCLA. So. Yeah. And Loyola Marymount, so they really got to see, got, they got, they got to see me play a lot. So that was that was good for me. Yeah, that was important to have your parents good, there. Good. So now, when you got called up to the majors, mm-hmm. like, is that like being drafted? Like, is that when you get that phone call and they're like, "Hey, you know, you're being called." Oh, yeah. Like, I, I don't even know how that phone call goes, but yeah, it, it's like being called up to the big leagues. Yeah, you know, like you're in the minor leagues baseball, yeah. and they call you to the big leagues or. Um, say you're in the college uh-huh. and you get drafted. Yeah. It's that's that's the feeling you have and you go. But then when it sets in, you go, Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then you start getting nervous. Get scared. <laughs> I mean nervous like you wouldn't even believe. Like like you 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 really I mean, you've umpired enough now at this point where you realize, well, wait a minute, there might be ten thousand people at this minor league game and there's getting ready to be fifty thousand people at this baseball oh, yeah. game. And my first game was in Atlanta. And all I remember was when we opened our door to walk on the field, all you hear is, no, no, no. They used to have these yeah. these fake tomahawks. Yeah, you know, yeah. they'd be, no, 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 no. And I mean, everybody and, and was doing it. And, and the funny thing is when you get your first major league game, they don't want you to work home plate because we rotate. Okay. So we go home, third, second, first. Okay. So – they don't want you to work home plate, but to me, I would rather work home the first wow. game. Get it out the way, man. Okay. Get them nerve. You you imagine yeah. now you already nervous. Yeah. So now you got to go from third to second. So that's three days you got to wait. And now and now you're watching all yeah. the, how this game that you thought moved like fast. Now it's about five times faster than what you think. Yeah. So. If it was me, and if I ever, even on my career, if I had a young kid, I'd, hey, man, let's put you on the plate right now. Let's get it over with. You're going to work it anyway. Yeah. You might as well get it over with, man. That way, now you can relax a little bit. But it's, it, it the feeling that you get when you know there's, I mean, TV wasn't as prevalent yeah, yeah, when yeah. I first started. Uh-huh. But if you think about it now, uh-huh. like when I did uh, the World Series. Mm-hmm. You really start thinking that everybody in the world is probably watching this game. Yes, <laughs> and, and and all you're trying to do is not make a mistake. Yeah, that, yeah. That's See, it. That's so great because you hear people all the time. You know, I mess with you when we're at the cigar mm-hmm. bars. All these umpires, but that's got to be in your mind, and everybody's watching. Like, oh, that's a terrible call, ump. Like you're like. Well, you come out here and do this. <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's what you think. And and a lot of the young kids would say things like that. I go, man, you chose this job. Yeah, this is your job. You chose it. Own it. Yeah. I go. 
you're going to be scared. Or I won't say scared. Every game you walk on the field, you're nervous. You know why? It's the unknown. Yeah. We don't have – you don't know what's going to happen out there today. No, you don't, yeah. And, That's and, it, yeah. And, and, and with the advent of replay, and, and a lot of umpires didn't like it, I go, well, let me ask you this. Would you rather get your play fixed or have your TV, your, your picture plastered on ESPN for the rest of the winter? Which one would you rather do? I'd rather fix yeah, my play. Yeah, I'd rather you go ahead and call me out <laughs> yeah. now and show me what it, I did it, wrong just and like, we can move it's on. Russell, just like you, you playing in the Super Bowl, the ball drops as a fumble, you run the wrong way. <laughs> you, <laughs> you dummy. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, that is, that's a mistake. Yeah, yeah. That's what you're trying to stay away from. Yeah. That, that's I mean I've I mean we've talked and I've watched games and I try to get more knowledgeable about baseball but when I watch that ball coming in man that thing it all looks the same to me it's just like a little tic tac coming down the pipe so when you start talking about yeah that was a curve and that mm-hmm. was a slider like dude, how did you even see that ball move like that <laughs> years and years and years of practice oh that's gosh. what it is. and. When you started, I started on what's called the rookie league. Mm-hmm. And you got pitchers that they're on hard, but it's, it's a different kind of hard. Right. So you're growing with these pitchers yeah. your whole career. So by the time you get to the big leagues, some of them are there. Yeah. And the ones who are there pretty much throw just like them. So you're just used to seeing it. It's like in your, like in football, and I'm related to that, like, like a screenplay. It, You've you seen know, it a thousand like, times. I've seen this tackle go this way. Something's it's a screen over here. Yeah. <laughs> you, you just know. Yeah, you know it, it's coming. Like, yeah. hmm, hmm. Yeah, like, it, it's just, you just, it's repetition. Yeah. You've seen it over and over again. And so, it's still hard. Don't get me wrong. No, it's, no, I know it is. It's still hard. Yeah, when, absolutely. When, when every pitcher, every pitcher's ball moves different. No two pitchers pitch the same. Really? None. Mm, doesn't happen. I I just when I watch that stuff to me all those balls look the same coming out their arm or coming off their hand. I like when I see it and it hits the glove, like I'm smoking my cigar and I look at you almost like, What is that? What was that? And you're just kinda like, Yeah, it's good, it's good. You're right. It's all about arm motion. You ever watch pitchers? Some pitchers throw up top, some people are from the side, some of them throwing any some of them is somewhere in the middle. Some are motion fast, some are slow. They grip the ball differently. It's I'm telling you, it's, it is. It, I think it's the hardest sport to officiate. Yeah, I, I you know what? I, I would. I'm not going to argue with you about that because when I try to learn the game, to me, I grew up playing football, so mm-hmm. it's easy. I recognize all these rules, and I know mm-hmm. I feel like I know what's going on. But baseball is just like a foreign language to me, and everything that goes on out there, I'm just like, what? in the world is going on. And, and so the World Series, now you're out there and you're umping. Mm-hmm. Is that same, like when does that fear go away? Because I know for the Super Bowl, when we came out the tunnel, it was all the hoopla and everything going on, you get chills. But once they put that ball down and once they say hike, all that noise and everything around you just disappeared. Yeah, just- you're right, bro. So it is first pitch. Really? Dude, once – Especially when you're behind the plate. Once that first pitch comes in, and whether you get it right or wrong, you realize you go, "Hey, man, look here. I ain't got. It. I I don't have time to be scared anymore. Yeah. It's time to get the pitches right." And in the World Series, mm-hmm. it could be down the middle. The team that you didn't call it for, they're yelling at you, and you have to learn. That's the one thing about the second World Series. I already knew. 
They're going to yell at you anyway. No matter what you do. <laughs> no matter what you do. So you might as well go on back there and get your pictures right. Oh, gosh. That's, that's, that's so crazy. So now I want to sit here and brag on you a little bit because, you know, I looked up your information. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and you were talking about the whole minority thing and how you got hired. Mm-hmm. What, now, correct me if I'm wrong. In 2020, mm-hmm. you were the first African-American crew <clears throat> chief. Right. I'm sorry. No, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah so correct. I want you to elaborate on that a little bit. Like, how was that a big deal for you, or were you oh. just like, you know what? I've been doing my job. Thank you for recognizing me, but I just want to get my job done. Or did you kind of take it in for a moment, like, wow, I'm really doing something special here? Oh, uh, yes. It, it, it was maybe the biggest deal of my career. Um, I've always been a person who's been for minorities. Yeah. I mean, I don't. It's tough to explain what that means, yeah. but I, I've. I've always, hey, we got any young black kids coming up in the minor leagues. Um, You know, I I just, if I didn't, I always thought if I didn't do something, how would somebody else, other black kids, say, well, I want to do that too. Yeah. So getting that, being the first black crew chief in the history of baseball, me gives me a lot more leverage to speak to people. Maybe if you don't want to be an umpire, it still gives me leverage that, hey, look at my background as a player. Yeah. I was an All-American. Mm-hmm. No, I, I was one of the three best outfielders in the country. Huh. I didn't even get drafted. Yeah. It's a don't give up story. Yeah. It's a move ahead story, don't look back story. Yes. And being a minority and them naming me that, and it was later in my career and I didn't care, mm-hmm. It, it meant, one, it was something my son could always look up to. Absolutely, yeah. Which was very important yes. to me. To re- for him to realize, you work hard, you can get something. Because your family knows what you want. Mm-hmm. Other people may not. I don't talk yeah. very much. No, you about, don't. No, you don't. I'm talking about my business. Yeah. But your family knows, and he knew. And when I got it, I could finally give him a hug and say, son, I finally achieved something that I wanted more than anything else out of baseball and it wow. wasn't a monetary thing wow that's that's huge because when i when i read that and i and i saw that about you and i, and I want to say i knew that even before today just being around you and it you know because you you're so quiet and reserved and you know things start getting too loud you're like oh look time to go you know <laughs> you're quick to be like oh it's getting a little certain certain in here so let me get out of here but so to read that and be like damn I've known this guy for years and I think I knew this and I've always wanted to talk to you about that like that mm-hmm. that's got to be something huge like I mean that'd be like being the first black quarterback in the NFL or not in mm-hmm. the NFL but in the Super Bowl mm-hmm. like you know that meant something so to get you to talk about that I I, I think that's that's huge um so we're getting kind of close and I want to start winding down a little bit but I also want to talk to you about this because I know what I went through when it was time for me to retire mm-hmm. it was man is this over with? And I remember being <laughs> um, like with the Giants and, you know, it was right after the Super Bowl and I remember kind of being in the off season and training with some of these younger kids. I call them kids. I mean, they're grown men, but, mm-hmm. you know, at the time they're 23, 24 years old. Mm-hmm. And I just remember watching them and the speed in which they were moving mm-hmm. and how they were doing things. Mm-hmm. And it was like, uh, it might be time to hang this thing up. And so for me, it was just, it was hard to find something to take the place of that, to, 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 to quench that thirst or that fire? Like, mm-hmm. what have you done or how was that for you when you retired? 
Man, I tell you, Russell, when I was when I retired, I was ready to retire. <laughs> I was like, probably no, I was easy. probably already oh, Russ. If, if the money was right, I would retire five years before that. <laughs> and this, I love the game. Baseball yeah. has been the greatest thing for me yeah. in my life. Yeah. So I love the game. That's why you, you never hear me say anything bad no, about no, baseball. No, but don't. it was injuries. Yeah. Uh, it was the probably. Honestly, probably 10 concussions in my career or more. In the minor leagues, no one even cared. They pick you up and go, Dust we'll wait. Off. Yeah, we'll wait, man. You, can you, how many fingers? Five? Well, we'll wait till it's two. Do you know what I mean? So I, I was ready to retire. Yeah. And what helped me was COVID. The year of COVID, uh, but I, I'll tell you this, I have diabetes. And the, the people who were at risk, they didn't make them work. You could sit out and they paid you. Yeah. Not as much you would have got, but they paid you. Yeah, it was yeah. okay. I learned that I could sit at home every day. <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed just, me time. <laughs> just be fine. <laughs> and, and, and now I, I love it that I can play golf when I want to. Yeah. My wife and I and travel. You're pretty, you're pretty good, too. I, I'm an okay golfer. I'm not the best, but I don't practice. I just yeah. – it's it's a fun thing for yes. me. Yes, yeah. Um, but I I I enjoy that grandbaby, don't you? Yes, don't well, you my grandbaby. <laughs> you know what, man? And uh, I was lucky in that my son was mostly a basketball player, yeah, yeah. so I got to see him play basketball. Yeah. He's a baseball player too, yeah, yeah. and I would coach him in the wintertime uh-huh. leagues. But like, if it was summer leagues, I wouldn't even get to see him play. Yeah. But he was more basketball, so I got to see him. But but be able to be with with my grandbaby at this age yeah. every day. Yeah is priceless and, yeah. and I just I enjoy every minute of it but I Russ I'm telling you man I will highly recommend retirement for everybody <laughs> if you I, can I'm afford it if you can afford it <laughs> I don't understand is the thing people say you're going to get bored bored how do you get bored of doing what you want to do when you want to do it how do you get bored of that I don't get it man, man. well when I retired from football, I wasn't uh, in a situation to be like, well, I'm just going to go chill. You now. were young. Yeah, yeah. yeah you I'm were still a young. young. Man. Huh? Yeah, you I'm were still, young. I'm still young. Man. I was 60 years old when I retired. Oh, okay. Well, so yeah, you're you know good. I, mean? I still I got ready. time to go. Yeah, I still got a ways to go. <laughs> now, I got to ask you some. These are all the questions <laughs> that you know people want to like get to know. Okay. Who is by far one of the worst managers? When you see them, you're like, <laughs> oh, my God, this guy again. You know what, Russ, man? I, I, I'm. You know, I I don't, in my era, we didn't have the Billy Martins and the Sparky Anderson, the Earl Weavers. Mm-hmm. We, I, Russ, I'm trying to think. It, it, it manages that I just dread seeing this guy right here. When, is when I, I don't know. You know, Russ, maybe because I took the game day by day. Mm-hmm. I didn't view it like that. Yeah, I yeah. view it that I always view baseball as everybody has a job to do. Yeah. Because I'm going to tell you, even, uh, yeah, what's the manager's name for Atlanta? Bobby Cox. Okay. Bobby Cox probably has a record, and I've thrown him out too. <laughs> and he's probably got the record for most most times being ejected. Right. But Russell, I'm going to tell you, off the field, couldn't or, could not have been the nicer man. Really? I am. Russ, that's yeah. what I'm trying to tell you yeah. is. It's, look at, uh, what's the guy that played football for the, that was the preacher that played for Green Bay? Oh, uh, Reggie White. Come on now. 
Yeah. What was he on the field? Yeah, he was and what was your, what he would he was do when he picked you up? <laughs> Pick God, you up. Bless. God bless you. I'll, I'll, I'll I, be back. Yeah. <laughs> that's. I mean, it's people, you have a job to do. Yeah. But I've run across many people like that. Yeah. You see them off the field, and they're just different people. Yeah. You know, I, I never viewed them. I, Russ, I honestly, I don't think I had one manager that I could say was just that bad to me. Okay. Hopefully, maybe that meant I was doing it. Yeah, yeah, job. yeah. Maybe, maybe you were doing a good job me. out there. But I, but I, I, I did my job. Mm-hmm. I went home. I understand it. I understood the player's point of view yeah. because I was a good player like yeah. that. And I understand, hey, man, I got my job to do. I'm intense. Uh-huh. And I need to do my job. And nothing's going to stand in my way. And, yeah. hey, if there's a bad call, not a bad call, hey, man, they're going to let you know. Yeah. That's yeah. part of your job. You better understand that before you get yeah, it. some thick skin. Umpiring is not a game for the timid. <laughs> it's That's for not, sure. It's not because you, you can see the crowds and it's like one bad call or they don't mm-hmm. agree with it and people are just going nuts. And I'm like, I, okay, but I'm going to tell you, I think the one referee in football that probably catches the most hell that people will not acknowledge is the guy that works the sideline, that is on the same sideline with the coaches. Oh, yeah. Because – if you got the head guy, he's out there on the field. Your other buddies, they're out mm-hmm. there. So if they mess up, they can like they can get away from yeah. that. But you, you're standing there with the chain crew. And, and I mean, I've heard some of these coaches and some of the things that they say to these guys, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I could take that. Because some of these coaches, and that's why I asked about the managers, because I'm like, it's got to be very similar. Because like you said, I'm trying to win. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to win, and that call, I don't agree with that call because it could have affected mm-hmm. my game. It could affect, like, how we end up in the playoffs. So, Russell, I'm going to tell you, I've had managers. I'm not kidding you. They're on a losing streak. Uh-huh. Or the team's just – they're not doing well that day, or they're losing 10-1. to 1. I, I'm not kidding you. I've had managers. They, they'll, they'll have a close play, and they'll come out, and they'll be going, waving their hands, but they're going – Curl, please throw me out the game. I can't watch, <laughs> I can't watch this anymore. I'm not, I, Russell, it's the truth. It is the truth, and you got to almost all you got to. Yeah, he goes, Curl, just throw me out. I can't watch my team anymore. Suckers. Yeah, it, it, it happens. I'm not kidding you. I don't think you know. I've never been privy to that, so I, I can't imagine a coach in, in football being like. And man, I can't take this no more. It's fifty-two to zero, and it's the third quarter. Man, throw me out. <laughs> and I told, and some of them I've told them, but I go, no, no, no. I got to stand here and watch it. You're gonna watch it. Too. <laughs> I got to take it too. You're gonna take it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get to leave early. That's, You're not leaving that's early. Exactly right. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> so. That's cool, man. Hey, but look, I just want to wrap things up, man. I really appreciate you coming on here. And, no and it's been something I've been wanting to do with you for a while. And I, I know how you are. Now that you're retired, yeah, you know, I'm going to go golf today. Yeah, you know? yeah, I got to fit that in my schedule. <laughs> yeah, that gets in the way I'm about to cancel out on you. So. No, it's been a pleasure, man. Yeah, it, man was, uh, good. It, it was good, man. I'm it glad. Awesome. I'm glad I was able to come on in and have a good time, yeah, man. man. I appreciate Find it, brother. Back. Thanks you Find me back anytime, oh, man. Always, anytime. It. Thanks for tuning in to The Route. Don't forget to subscribe and connect with us on socials for exclusive updates. We'll see you next week.